So the only way you'll influence without authority is to prove that you care about the person you're trying to influence, you care about the customers, internal or external, and you care about the company's bottom line. You have to show you're doing the work to help people. And this is key, that you're not proposing this, you're not trying to influence people just to fluff up your ego. That is really easy to sniff out. When somebody is doing something just to make themselves feel important, that's not a good change to make. That's not a good reason. And most people can feel it, can sense it, and will put up all of their barriers to stop you and to not want to go along with you. Welcome to Management Material. My name is Katherine Vanderlaan. I started my career at the bottom as an assistant and worked my way up to become the boss's boss in eight years. And man, I love management. If there's anything I've learned, it's that what got you to where you are now won't get you to where you want to be. This is a podcast for top performers who also want to be amazing managers. I've coached lots of talented people into their dream jobs as managers. I challenge the way they see the world and say what they don't necessarily want to hear. You see, management is all about leadership. The best managers were leaders long before they had any direct reports. Management material is all about getting you from where you are now to that coveted seat in the corner office. Let's turn you into management material. Welcome to Management Material episode 38, Influencing Without Authority. I am going to admit something. I took a a week's vacation last week and ended up delaying this podcast since there were just a few too many things to get done (laughs) and I didn't get to recording this one in time. So I, I hope you all don't mind. We're back to it and closing out 2021 with a great topic. Influencing without authority is a key skill that anyone in a corporation should develop. It's something product managers need to develop to succeed, but I'd venture to guess it's a skill that would help nearly anyone climb the corporate ladder quickly. So if you are looking to be a manager, if you are looking to get promoted, influencing without authority is one of those skills that you really can't do without. So let's talk about it because people look at this and they see that, oh my goodness, I need to influence somebody when I have no authority over them. I have, I'm not higher up in the hierarchy. I have no influence over their job responsibilities. How can I really do this? And people make it into this bigger thing than it really is. It's actually quite simple. So let's, let's talk about it. First, I really want to say that the worst managers, and you know this, you know this already, the worst managers are the ones who use their authority to change opinions, threaten people, say you're going to lose your job if you don't listen to me, or, or have that just that undercurrent of threat behind them. You don't want to be that kind of manager. You don't want to be that kind of employee. That is, Fear is not a motivation that anyone likes to work under. The best managers almost never have to use their position to change someone's mind or behaviors. So if you can develop this influencing without authority skill, then you're well on your way 
to being as trusted as a manager. You are well on your way to being the person that people see as management material. We are not in a corporate environment anymore where people are using fear as a way to keep people in line. It it didn't work then. It's not going to work now. It works worse now. So let's get that out of our minds, those scary managers, and become managers that people love to work under. So let me let me tell you how I learned this. When I was a junior product manager just starting out, I had to learn to get consensus on projects before the company would sign off on them and before the team would start working on them. So that, that makes sense, right? If you think about how projects start and how they finish, you needed to first get the investment from the company. Yes, you know, check check the box. Yes, I think this is going to be a good investment to make. It's going to, you know, increase our bottom line. And also check our team has the capacity to work on this. Our team knows how to do this. I have the sign off that, yes, this is actually achievable. This is doable. This schedule works, et cetera, et cetera. It was a two-stage process. So first I had to get the sign off from the higher ups, and then I had to get the sign off from the team that would be working on it. Now, here is the catch nobody worked for me. At the time, I was a junior product manager. Nobody worked for me. I had no authority over anyone at all. Just I just had a head on my shoulders, some data analysis and, and like data visualization skills, and I had a big mouth. I wanted, I wanted to tell people what to do, and it didn't always work out. I know this is a little controversial, but I was a bossy girl growing up. I was bossy. I loved to tell people what to do. And I had to learn to not do that. So all right. So I I had to learn, right? How do you influence people? How do you change their opinions and their behaviors? How do you get people over to your side? How do you persuade them when you don't have any place in the hierarchy and nothing to threaten them with? There's no hint of them losing their jobs if they disagree with you. And honestly, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Can you imagine an immature person firing a project manager because he or she didn't get what they wanted? Ridiculous. That is not how good, solid corporations run. So actually, I can imagine it, but it's not a pretty picture. I've actually seen it a few times. It is awful for the company. And those people who fire people because they don't get what they want uh, end up losing their jobs too. They don't last long. So let's not get you there. Let's get you into a place where you can influence without authority. You can persuade people. And I'm going to tell you exactly how to do it. It's really not too difficult to influence without authority. It comes down to you having and showing three basic characteristics. In order to influence without authority, you need to show that you have three basic characteristics. First of all, and it's first because it comes first in the person you're trying to influence his mind. Okay. You need to genuinely care about that person and what they're saying. You need to care about the person in front of you. Caring means you want what's best for them. You are listening to them. You are asking for their feedback and actually considering their feedback yourself. Caring means that you understand that they have an opinion and their opinion is informed, that they want what's best for them and the company. You understand that you are not the only person who can think about this in a logical and intelligent way. Business is a two-way street. 
If you care about the person in front of you, you listen to understand. You'll hear I say that over and over and over again. Listen to understand. Don't listen just to check a box. Listen to understand the other person. And you show all of that to them. Then they're much more likely to listen to you too. So remember, business is a two-way street. Care about the person in front of you, listen to them, and adjust your plan based on what they say. Listen to understand and change what you are presenting in front of them to take into account the new information you are learning from that person in front of you that shows that you care. Okay, second, the second thing that you have to prove in order to influence without authority, you need to care about your customers. Now, let me define customers. Customers could be internal or external. And if you are new to the corporate world, you might not understand what I'm saying there. Internal customers, that's like if you are a project manager, then your customers are maybe some of the internal people who are doing things for you. So if you're a project manager and you work with software engineers, then your customers are those software engineers. If you're in finance, you probably only work with internal customers. Your customers are the people who want your finance reports, right? Those are your customers. Now, if you're a product manager, you have internal customers and external customers. Your internal customers are the people who do the work that you are helping them understand, you know, what it's for and and creating the products, right? The internal people who are creating the products are your customers. The external customers are the people who actually buy your products and are using them. So product managers have internal customers and external customers. If you're in marketing, you have internal customers, the sales folks, and external customers, the people who consume your content and eventually buy your products. So care about them. Care about your customers. Care about their workflows, their lives, and how they interact with your work. Care about if you're making things more difficult for them or easier for them. Care about improving their lives and the trade-offs that this change is going to create for them. And then show that you care about your customers to the people you're trying to influence. All right, so we've now covered number one, care about the person in front of you, listen to their input, realize that you are not the smartest person in the room or the only expert, and you need to learn and change your plans based on the person in front of you. You're listening to understand you are caring about the person you're trying to influence. Then number two, you're caring about your customers, the people who are going to interact with this change you're proposing or or whatever it is you're proposing. I did something crazy. Want to hear? Instead of completing the Aspiring Manager's course, I started creating a course called the Promotion Handbook because I realized most of the people that I talked to wanted to get to the next promotion and didn't necessarily want that promotion to be a manager level. So if you are looking to get to the next promotion within your company, take the quiz below and apply to be a free beta tester for my next course, the Promotion Handbook. I will only take the first five people who apply and are accepted to be beta testers for the Promotion Handbook course. In exchange, I'm asking you to please 
review every single chapter or every single lesson and tell me what could be improved in the lesson and the activities. I'm looking forward to finding the first five free course takers for the promotion handbook. This is only for people who want to get to the next promotion in their current companies. Sign up at the link in this podcast episode description. And then third, and the last thing you need to show is competency while you care about the company's bottom line. So let me tell you what that means. That means you're trying to help the company make more money, right? So all of business, basically all of business is you're trying to help the company make more money or protect its assets and and liabilities or, or something like that, right? So you're trying to make it more efficient, make it more profitable. That means that you need to do your homework. So I'm now talking to all those people who like to do back of the napkin calculations. I'm one of them. And don't necessarily get into the details as the very first thing they do. So in order to show that you care about the company's bottom line and you have the competency to make a real argument here, you have to show your work, show why your proposed action is better than any alternatives, show it with humility. So that means asking for feedback and actually making improvements, show your work and change it. When someone else has a better idea, that will make the company more money. If you do that, if you show your work, you show you care about the company and the company's bottom line, you care about your customers, you care about the person in front of you, then you will change your idea when someone has a better idea that will make the company more money or make your customers' lives easier. Usually those two things go hand in hand and you care about how it's going to affect the person in front of you. People will trust you. And they'll trust that you have the company's best interests in mind. They'll trust that you care if you show and do all of those things. You're listening, you're changing, you're adapting. That's how you influence. That that is how you make a big change, a lasting change, and build a team that will follow you anywhere. I'd follow somebody who listens to me. I've done it time and time and time again. So the only way you'll influence without authority is to prove that you care about the person you're trying to influence, you care about the customers, internal or external, and you care about the company's bottom line. You have to show you're doing the work to help people. And this is key, that you're not proposing this, you're not trying to influence people just to fluff up your ego. That is really easy to sniff out. When somebody is doing something just to make themselves feel important, That's not a good change to make. That's not a good reason. And most people can feel it, can sense it, and will put up all of their barriers to stop you and to not want to go along with you. So most of the time, after I've talked to somebody about this, they'll come to me and they'll say, how? How do you do that? How am I going to do this? I don't understand. Like you, you just say, show that you care. Great. How? And at this point, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, or maybe we're working together in career coaching or something, then you know that I'm, I really advocate for visual presentations. I love show and tell. I love it. I love illustrating your point. I love showing analytics and showing your work. I like making something fun to read and fun to talk about. 
I once did a presentation that was just all hieroglyphics. (laughs) And I'll tell you what, it was captivating. So I'll tell you, I'll give you some tactical stuff here. I like using PictoChart. I like using Canva or any of those like fun online infographic tools to make a visually appealing presentation. It really works wonders when people like to read what you have out there and you make it like a news flash or, or something like that. People love to read it. It grabs their attention. It's basically just a little, little hint of marketing in your internal presentation that really helps people listen to you. And so that's one tactic. Here's another tactic and definitely something you should do. Have the conversation. Don't go up and like I said earlier, don't just be bossy and say, hey, I'd like to make this change, blah, 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 here it is, and what do you think about it? Actually, that's not a bad idea, but most people will go up and they'll say, I think we should do this. Okay, here's here's what I think we should do, and they don't ask for feedback. Instead, go up to somebody, go up to the person you're trying to influence and say, hey, you know what, I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about this process. I've been thinking about this product. I've been thinking about this marketing technique. I've been thinking about this financial report, whatever it is, and say, what do you think of that? Do you think we could improve it? What do you think? And of course you have your own opinions in the back of your mind, but what you're doing is you are warming somebody up to the conversation and you're giving them an avenue for input before you give them input and you like, before you just shove it in their face. So warm them up to the conversation, get their input first, and then you'll know whether the thing that you want to bring up is something that they want to listen to or not. If they don't want to listen to it, if they're too busy, they weren't going to listen to you in the first place. So warm them up to the conversation and then listen to someone's objections and don't get defensive. Listen to what they have to say. You're on the same team. Act like it. Listen and make sure that any suggested change is good for the person you're talking to, the person who's, who will be making the change, the customers who would be affected by the change, and the company. And then actually change your idea if it turns out that someone has a better idea. That's fine. People will like you better and you'll have more influence if you show that your ego won't get in the way of progress. So bottom line, folks, if you want to influence people you absolutely can't boss around, then you'll have to show you care. That's really it. That's that's the whole thing. You have to show that you care. Say it, mean it, show it, live it. And then people will be happy to engage in a conversation with you about any change you're thinking about proposing. And guys, stop trying to boss people around. That won't bring anyone to your side. So here's your application. As you're going about your week, whether you're working this week or you're taking vacation, think about how you're going about influencing people you have no authority over and even people you do have authority over. I do this with my kids even. Eventually, if you're a parent, you know this, eventually you will have no authority over them. So I try to win them over by showing I care. I listen, I adjust, I care about, you know, I I show that I care about them, our house, our family, our my marriage, the relationships that help us thrive. They see that and they adjust. They listen. Our lives are much better at home when I'm using the same tactics to influence without authority than when I claim my authority as their mom. So take this week and show the people around you that you care you might just be surprised at how much more they're willing to listen to you 
when you actively listen to them. Do it with your team at work. Do it with your team at home. Influence without authority by showing you care. All right, guys, I'll see you in the next podcast. And if you're listening to this, it, it's right on time. Then it's just after Christmas. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Happy holidays to everyone else. I am so excited for 2022. We have so much great stuff coming out. All right. Talk to you soon, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Management Material. If you like what you're listening to, please rate us on iTunes. I track those ratings like I tracked my GPA in college. And let me know what else you want to hear about. I'm an open book. I can't wait to see you in the next episode.